The Veteran Show is sponsored by Jeff and Laura Spetter. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM, 99.9 FM in Hartford County, and on the World Wide Web at WCBM.com. Time now for The Veteran Show with Jeff and Laura Spetter. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Veteran Show with Jeff and Laura. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you coming back and uh, listening to us and spending some time with us. Um, if you want to call in ever to the show while we're on air, uh, our number is 410-922-6680. Um, I'm Laura. I'm sitting here with my husband, Jeff. And uh, say hi, Jeff. Hello. How are everybody doing tonight? <laughs> And um, I just wanted to let you know if I sound a little funny, I, uh, I have terrible allergies and um, I'm kind of on some allergy medication, so I'm a little bit uh, woozy, but my husband's going to help me through all this tonight, uh, which I greatly thank you for, baby. Um, if we can start, I'll start with prayer because I'm going to need it. <laughs> so if you bow your heads with me, uh, please. Holy Father, I thank you for today. Thank you for safe travels on the road, um, for everybody on the road, and for us not encountering any accidents. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity. I lift up everybody around me. I lift up all of the hearts around me, and I ask that you hold them close. I know there's a little bit of crazy life going on uh, with people now, and you know what's going on in their lives, and I know that you have the capability to fix it, and I ask that you can do that. Lord God, uh, continue to protect us on this during this week, and also everybody that's out on the road. We have a lot of friends who are out on the road right now. We ask their protection as well. Thank you for all that you do, and uh, just be with us tonight. In your son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. And over to you, babe. I'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we just want to go back into our uh, introduction. So I was a... Uh so I spent 21 years, or just shy of 21 years, in the Army. I did uh, three combat tours. Uh, one was with the First Armored Division. I was with the uh, I was a forward observer for field artillery, and then the second two, I was an IT guy with the uh, 25th Infantry Division. Um, I do ride a motorcycle, and I ride with the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association. I've been riding with them for 12 years. I am 100 percent. Uh, permanent and total rating with the, the Department of Veterans Affairs. Yep, I am too. And I spent 14 years in the Air Force. I was a personnelist, so I got paper cuts for a living. And um, I've been basically a professional patient since 2008. That's I was medically retired in 2011. Uh, medical started about 2008. but um, So I've been dealing with the VA system and the um, other clinics for quite a few years. So we feel like we're pretty seasoned in what to deal with. It took me three years to get my paperwork done to become 100% permanent total. Uh, so, and I, you know, ride with the combat vets too. I don't ride, I ride on the back, of course, but <laughs> let's not try to pat myself on the back too much. But, uh, so we have some experience and we want to bring that experience to help all of you out there, our fellow veterans. Um, our goal of the show here is to tell all of you about uh, VA, VA benefits that we have encountered. Um, we read a lot of the VA news and, uh, we also, are involved with a lot of charities, and so we want to focus on a lot of those charities out there. There's so many 501Cs out there, especially in this D.C. capital region, um, and we want to look through those and highlight those. We do vet the charities that we bring on here. We uh, look at Charity Navigator. We look at their tax forms. Uh, anytime we have a guest, we're going to try to make sure that we can go to 
um, and actually see the charity before we uh, premiere them on the show because we want to know that we're giving all of you very good information and how to get help. Um, the VA gets a whole bunch of money in there, but they don't always... Um, they're not always able to address all of our needs, and so that's why all the different charities are out there. But there's a lot of charities, too, that could don't always have the best interest. They use a lot of their money for um, either paying their salaries or not fully going to the veterans, so we want to try to weed through those for you. If you know of any charities, though, or if you're part of a charity that you'd like us to focus on or feature one of these days, please always feel free to give us a call. Um, as we said, it's 410-922-6680, and you can leave your information with our producer. Uh, we have a fill-in producer today. It's a uh, producer, Eric, and uh, we wish Michelle well. She hope, We hope she's having fun wherever she is. So thank you, Michelle, and thank you, Eric, for being with us today. Another part of the program is, is we want to help prevent um, veteran suicides. Uh, with with the proper suic- with the proper resources, um, veterans understand that you know, we we fought in combat or we had the camaraderie that we did while we were in the service. And as we're getting out, we're, we just want you to know that you're not alone. And if you are in ever in any problems, or you can always reach out to the VA, the Veterans Crisis Line. That number is nine eight eight, and then press option one, um, or you can reach them at www.veteranscrisisline.net. I thought it was .gov and, or .org, but it's not. It's www.veteranscrisisline.net. And, or you could text them at 838-255, or, again, you could call them at 1-800-273-8255. It's also on the back of your veteran's card. We are always here to help. We want everybody to know that. So if uh, we can't help you or if you don't have a program out there that you don't know about yet, um, just like I said, you can call, leave your number, and we will find a way that somebody can help you. But you, like as my husband said, you are never, ever alone. Um, we are always here. Uh, we're still brothers. We're still sisters. Just because we might have our DD Form 214s doesn't mean we left a family. And we have to take care of each other always. So have each other's backs. Um, we just don't want people. We understand that there's dark places out there. And we want you to know that in those dark places, we're standing next to you. And you always have somebody to lean on. So always feel free to call us um, or look up any of these charities. There are There's a charity. They're, they're everywhere. They're for everything. Um, there's all different charities for religious veterans. They're like uh, um, Eddie just gave me a copy of the uh, news article about the Jewish Uniform Service Association of Maryland. So I mean, you can search for really anything, and there's a charity out there for a veteran. But if you um, want us to feature it, uh, we will gladly do that for you as well. Like um, the combat veterans. Yeah. And for any up-to-date news and information with the VA, you can go to www.news.va.gov or www.veterans.maryland.va.gov. Um, when you go to that website, there's a little pop-up box that you can sign up, input your email, and they will email you a uh, subscription news newsletter every uh, every once in a while. It's about every week, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just full of articles. If you want to spend your time really, you know, being busy, um, it's definitely, if you look up those ones, the news.va.gov or veteransmaryland.gov, uh, they're just full of information if you sign up for the newsletters. So 
We do have some upcoming programs. Do you want to address those, baby? Sure. Um, there is a Veterans Claims and Information Resource Fair coming up on 7 June. That is uh, 7 June in, in um, 2023. That is in Gaithersburg, Maryland. It's from 0900 to 1400. Uh, for those of you that don't know 24-hour time, that's 9 o'clock in the morning till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So that's from 0900 to 1400. Um, if you need to get in contact with them, they, their number is area code 301-768-6096. That's the Veterans Claims and Information Resource Fair coming to Gaithersburg on 7 June. So just right around the corner there. Do you have a hard time at all, baby? Um, when you, remembering military time, I, I still, I've been retired for a little while, so I kind of hiccup on it. I, uh, now I have regular civilian time, and then I have uh, uh, military time. So when I email certain people, I have to use military time, and other people I have to use regular civilian time. Sorry, just to go off on a branch like that. <laughs> No, I, I, it's been so it's been ingrained in me for so long that no, I don't have any problems with it anymore. Just as Air Force folks, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more of a corporation than a branch of service, you know. It's actually true. <laughs> Um, the next thing we have is the Women's Veteran Recognition Day. That is the Maryland's Veteran Women's Veterans Recognition Day that is going on throughout the state of Maryland in multiple locations. Uh, but this one we want to highlight is uh, G- Saturday, next Saturday, June 10th, uh, from 0900 to 1300. So that's 9 o'clock in the morning to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's at the American Legion, Towson Post 22 in Baltimore, Maryland. Registration is required. And that is through an Everbright site, and it is a Maryland Women's Veterans 2023 um, at Everbright. It's Eventbrite, right? A mm-hmm. lot of these programs that we're highlighting, you have to go to Eventbrite. So if, even if you go to you know Eventbrite.com, and that's E V E N T Bright B R I G H T, and um, yeah, no, B-R-I-T-E. So E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E, Event Bright. And then if you can just search under Veterans Programs, it seems like there are a lot of these programs are using Event Bright. Mm-hmm. So there's another program that um, goes along with the v- Women's Veterans. It's, calling, it's called Next Uniform, and it's free business attire and resume work for veterans. They have a few coming up, but there's one in Alexandria, Virginia, and uh, you can look on Eventbrite, as we said, to look for there. So it's next. It's called Next Uniform, and it uh, features business attire and um, information for when women veterans get out of the military to, or to, to prepare us to get out of the military, which uh, you certainly I needed a lot of. So hopefully that will help you go from your camo to your civilian attire. And the next one that we wanted to highlight is the Theater of War. It's a Global Loneliness Awareness Week that starts next, um, starts the Monday, June twelfth. Uh, this is a uh, theater production. It is in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, ground site, or via Zoom. So if you can't actually participate in person, you can go to uh, Zoom. It is uh, Monday. June twelfth, from six p.m. to nine p.m. It's three hours. Uh, Baltimore ground site. It is a uh, theaters of war. It's an in, in, 
innovative public health project that presents acclaimed actors and veterans reading scenes from. Uh, I think it's Sophocles. It's Greek, I think. Sophocles Ajax. I don't know how to say that exactly. <laughs> I didn't take <laughs> Latin or anything. <laughs> It's an ancient play about suicide of a great respected warrior as a catalyst for guided audience discussion about loneliness, mental health, suicide, combat stress, and moral injury, and the impact of military service on individuals and families. It sounds really interesting, actually. Um, I think we're definitely going to watch it, but it's a... you know, it features performances by all sorts of different actors. Some have been in uh, Orange is the New Black, and there's also an Air Force veteran. There's another actor that's been in Platoon and Armageddon. So it just it seems really neat to uh, look at this. So Theater of War, I have never heard of it before. Have you? No, I hadn't heard of it before either. No, so I'm very interested to see what this is all about. Um, and, you know, obviously we got to touch up on our Latin for the title of it. <laughs> Anybody knows how to say that properly. Yeah. <laughs> but um it's uh it's at the reveal grounds, I guess. And um it has a six PM social hour and there's co hosts from Humana. Um it's pretty it's pretty in- intense. And then it says a community of panelists will kick off the discussion with their gut responses to what resonated with them across time. So that's pretty interesting. So mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, I think that's, we've had a a lot of announcements, but um, again, you can get the tickets on Eventbrite for that one as well, so it sounds like just go to Eventbrite and just search for all things veteran. Okay. Well, with that, we were going to, we'll take a break. We'll come back here in a little bit. Um, If you want to give us a call, our lines are open. The number is 410-68, or I'm sorry, 410-922-6680. And now more of the Veterans Show on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Welcome back to the Veterans Show with the with Laura and Jeff. We are here. If you'd like to give us a call, please give us a call at 410-922-680. Um, welcome back. Uh, we have also, if you have, have issues and you want to talk about the crisis line or you need to talk to somebody, we remember the uh, Veterans Crisis Line. Again, that number is 988, and press option 1. Next, coming on the show, we would like to introduce a uh, veteran and friend of the show. His name is Mark Cook. He was a uh, a 20-year financial advisor and co-founder of the Heritage Financial LLC, Um, and he started that after he did his military service. He was a bugle player out of Fort Meade and started his career and he's been moving on and to the next chapter of his career, of his life. And uh, so we wanted to bring on here and have him talk to him. But first, let's talk to him about his uh, military career. So can we go ahead and... Uh, hi, Mark. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Laura here. Uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, I know we've been talking back and forth, and it was great to meet you the other week. Um, we wanted. We know you're here to talk about um, Flags for Heroes, but we want to talk about some of your other stuff first before we get to that. And if it ends up we have to hold you through a break, I hope you're okay with that. But um, how are you doing tonight, first of all? Can I ask you that? Oh, yeah, doing great. Beautiful night. Isn't it? It That's is gorgeous. Cool. It's absolutely gorgeous. So tell us a little bit about your military career um, when you first came in. And I find it super intriguing. You are a bugle player. And on top of that, you actually have your degrees in um, 
ministry and as a musician. So you have quite the little smorgasbord there. So please elaborate for us. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. When I was in high school, I, I really enjoyed playing the trumpet. And uh, my music theory teacher in high school said, don't go to college and major in music, major in something else. And if you can't stand it, then change back to music. And I didn't know what else to do. And then we had an Army band director come in and speak to our band. And I thought, this would be the thing to do if I played trumpet in a military band for three years, I would know whether I really wanted to play trumpet for the rest of my life. So I auditioned and uh, became a member of the first United States Army band out of Fort Meade, um, which was decommissioned a couple of decades ago, but uh, it was the support band for the first Army. And I ended up being trumpet soloist there and was in it for three years. After that, I went back to college and went to Baylor for a couple of years, but then transferred to University of Louisville. I was majoring in trumpet performance and found out that Kentucky had a National Guard band. So I was able to join the the 202nd Kentucky National Guard band and played in it for five years, uh, supporting uh, our National Guard in Kentucky. Um, And then during that time, I was finished my degree and got a master's in trumpet performance and in church music, and then spent spent 15 years in uh, the ministry, mostly in music ministry, uh, before I started my financial firm. And along the way, one of the things I really appreciated the opportunity to do, both when I was in the military and out, is to play taps at uh, services, remembering both those that might have been killed in duty, uh, but mostly for veterans just to honor them for their service. Oh, my gosh. Just, that would be amazing. It, every time I hear taps, I, I get the chills, just like the American, you know, national anthem. Um, I, I can't imagine being able to play it. That must be what a life experience that must be. Thank you for doing that uh, for, for, you know, from a veteran and from having a relatives who have passed on and, you know, just honoring them from in Memorial Day. I just that is amazing that you have skill. I'm just stunned by that. It's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's quite an honor to be able to do that. In fact, just two weeks ago, I was able to play in my uh, wife's stepfather's. We spread his ashes off a boat off of Newport Beach, California, and I played taps from the boat. And uh, they said it was the first time they'd ever heard anybody play taps out on the water like that. So it was pretty cool to give him the opportunity to honor my wife's stepfather. He served in the Navy. Oh, wow. Thank you for doing that. must have been amazing to witness. If anybody has a video of that, I'd like to send that to us so we can take a look-see. Um, what an honor for you to do that and to, you know, to honor your wife's uh, dad. That's just, wow, that's beautiful. And I have to say, um, I'm impressed that you said Louisville correctly. I was born in Louisville. A lot of people say Louisville, so that's one of the main... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm a graduate of the University of Louisville. <laughs> well, thank you for saying it correctly for all of those Kentuckians out there were representing. Um, that's amazing. Where is the, well, I guess you actually already answered. I had a question written down, said, where is the most interesting place that you ever played taps? But it sounds like on the back of a boat might have been it, right? I think so. I, I uh, Actually, one of my first ones when I was in the First Army Band, and I don't remember what president it was, but it was one of the presidents back in the 1800s that they were honoring. It was like the 100th or 150th anniversary of his birth, and they had a news 
program out and had a special program at his graveside. And uh, that's probably the most nervous I ever got playing taps because they had cameras on me and a military <laughs> honor guard there. And uh, But, yeah, it's, it's special times to remember those things. I didn't even think about what your nerves must be like. I mean, my nerves, I'm in a room all by, you know, with me and my husband, we're just with a microphone. I can't imagine having all the cameras pointed at you and you're, you know, you're the soloist, basically. That's, I give you a lot of credit for being able to not have your knees knocked together from fear. Oh, they, they were knocking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must have done, you did good at having that trained out of you. Um, so I also want to talk about, so I met you through a man named Bill Keys, and Bill Keys is a veteran, and he uh, works with the VFW, but you and him are also um, in something called the Creekside Veterans Club, which I find interesting. It's just a group of uh, veterans in the neighborhood that I'm guessing you guys just ended up meeting each other, and then you formed a group. And I think what I find interesting is that You've already served your country. Uh, you could just go and retire and live your life on a boat somewhere or something like that. But instead, you banded back together to serve veterans and continue to serve. So can you tell me a little bit how this group came together and why you do what you do? Yeah, I'm uh, very uh, proud of this organization. This is a fairly new community. It's about five or six years old. Uh, my wife and I were one of the last groups to move in. And I found out that they had this Creekside Veterans Group. And our community, it's a 55-plus community, but there's only a little over 200 homes in the whole community. But Bill Keys and Brian Shires worked together to, I think it was Bill Keys' idea of let's get veterans together. So the group's been together for two and a half, maybe three years. And out of 200 homes, we have 54 members of our Veterans Club. And uh, we meet once a month uh, for support, and we have programs, um, but we also raise money to help veterans' causes in our area. Um, and we feel very good about that. And, of course, there's always this great rivalry between, you know, the, the Marines, the Army, the Navy, and uh, all that kind of stuff. So it's fun. And then we do, um, we normally go to Mission Barbecue once a month, together for lunch and we'll do some other special things together but uh what i was really impressed with last year they worked hard and became a non-profit so we're able to accept donations and uh from corporations and individuals and we're having silent auctions and this flags for heroes that we're going to talk about it's a way for us to raise money and then we vet other non-profits that serve veterans so we'll have these non-profits come in and speak to our club and tell us about what they're doing. And then we have a committee that researches uh, that nonprofit, and then they'll make a recommendation that this is a group that we want to support, and then we do ongoing support. So it, it's really a neat organization. Very proud to be a member of it. That is really neat, and that you get that many people from one neighborhood together um, and to continue serving and trying to look out for each other. And then you keep the family aspect of it. You know, you're still with your brothers and sisters. I give you guys a lot of credit. And it sounds like you guys are trying to do the same thing that we are, um, just get the information out there. So it sounds we need to keep you on speed dial, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think there's some good synergies there. There is. There is. So uh, one more thing I think we'll be going to break pretty soon and we'll hold you through but i just wanted to share this in your bio it, it stood out for, to me so um 
you've been giving your clients um, advice as they face retirement, but you, you have a mantra that says you want them to retire to something, not just from something. So you want people to retire with still a goal in mind, with something, a purpose still uh, for the rest of their life. Is that correct, or how, can you explain that a yeah. little bit more? Yeah, that is right. What I found is that uh, we're very fortunate that our clients financially, because of their good stewardship and the good work that we've done, don't have any financial problems for retirement. But what I found through my career is that people are very uncertain emotionally and psychologically for retirement. I mean, it's a, you lose your social contacts, you lose your routine. All of a sudden, you're with your spouse 24 hours a day, and you can drive them crazy. So we found out that you really need to prepare for the other non-financial stuff. And that's why I encourage people to retire to something. Find something to do. Find something of your passion that you can get involved with to keep you active. Um, And I think that makes a huge difference in people's lives. I can't agree more. Actually, when I retired in 2011, I I didn't have anything to retire to. And it was... uh, it was very disjointed. Um, I just, it was see a bye, uh, have a nice life. And it was, it was really difficult to go from that structure to nothing. And uh, it's still something I battle with somewhat. So that you have found out what the problem is and that you're trying to help solve it is, that's pretty neat that you, um, that you do that. I really appreciate that because that's very, very needed. Okay. Well, uh, I want to appreciate you. Uh, if you can hold on for us, Mark, or, and we're going to go to a break, and then uh, we'll be back. The uh, number, if you need to get a hold of us, is 410-922-6680. And now more of the Veteran Show on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. All right. Welcome back to the Veteran Show with Jeff and Laura. We appreciate you joining us again. We have a guest with us. His name is Mark Cook. And he is uh, a member of a few different programs. He is a veteran, um, for one, but he is a member of the Rotary Club and the Creekside Veterans Club. Um, and he's here today to talk to us about Flags for Heroes and Families um, that is being sponsored by the Creekside Veterans Club and also the Rotary Club. Now, it's not this program's not exactly all specific to veterans. It's kind of interesting, so I'll let Mark explain it. But um I'll ex- tell you why I wanted to feature it. Just we understand as veterans, uh, we like to you know bring attention to veterans and what we do for each other. But we also um, know that there's family members standing behind us. So that's why we thought this flags for heroes was kind of interesting because it, um, it I, I don't know it. It's not just veterans that are heroes. It's the, it could be anybody. It could be your mother that's standing beside you for, as, uh, as a military member. It could be uh, a nurse. It could be a firefighter. It could be a police officer. It could be anybody in your everyday life. So with that, let's uh, hand it over to Mark and see what uh, he has to say. Yeah, thank you. You're exactly right. Uh, the reason that so many Rotary Clubs, and not all clubs, but a lot of clubs do a Flags for Heroes program, is we want to be able to honor the heroes in our lives. And the majority, at least for our club in the years that we've done it, have been veterans, but not all. Uh, a lot of them are spouses of veterans, uh, health care workers, like you say, first responders, teachers that have been meaning a lot. It can be an honor what happens is you, you purchase 
a, you don't purchase, but you sponsor a flag. So it's a fundraiser. And in our case, uh, the fundraising mostly supports veteran causes. But then we have a ceremony. Um, at the ceremony, which for us it's going to be June 10th uh, at Haymarket, Virginia Park, we'll have some local politicians. Uh, we have a ROTC, a high school ROTC group presenting the colors. Uh, at the end of it, we do uh, echo taps. Uh, we have speakers. Um, and it's really a way to honor. We read out the names of everybody we honor and everybody uh, in memory. And it's a very moving ceremony. So that's kind of the basics of it. That sounds pretty neat. Now, this happened, this can, the Rotary Club is across the nation, and they do this event across the nation. This just isn't in Virginia or anywhere like that. So here in Maryland, we can look forward as well, right? Yes, and what I would suggest, you can go to rotary.org, and you can look for Rotary Clubs in your area, and you can see if they do a uh, Flags for Heroes. If they don't, probably somebody in that club, you could contact the club and they will tell you what clubs do it. And they do it different times of the year. Some people, some clubs do it on Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we do it the weekend before Flag Day. Uh, some people do it closer to 4th of July. We're going to have 150 flags displayed in Haymarket Park for a week uh, with lights on at night. It's very... Uh, moving to drive by and see all these flags and the city or the town of Haymarket loves it because it brings such attention to uh, their park in the area and supporting heroes and a lot of local companies support this in a big way so we're very blessed to have that support. I was going to say that must look amazing at night to have all all those flags up with the lights uh, shining on them we're going to have to make sure we stop by and take a look at that Uh, that sounds absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, I heard of a club in, I think it's Alabama, a few years ago that's been doing this for many years, and they had over a 1,000 flags on a football field. <laughs> I can wow. imagine how cool that would be. That would uh, be cool. Be looking at your local area to see if there's flags for heroes. And you can. it's a great way to honor somebody that's important to you and help the club raise money. And for us, uh, 50% of the proceeds are going to the, the Gainesville Haymarket Rotary Club Foundation. And then 50% are going to the Creekside Veterans Club that we talked about so they can support directly veterans in our area. That sounds like a great way to uh, fundraise. I had two questions. The first, um, let's go with this. First, um, tell us, I just had to, before I forget, explain Echo Taps because that's pretty neat. Can you explain that for everybody? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Echo Taps is where the first, uh, trumpet player plays the first, uh, like da da da, and then da da da. In the background, they separate, and it's just a. It, it's a really a moving. If you've never heard it, it's really uh, worth listening to. Um, and it, they just kind of echo each other as if you're you know on a cliff somewhere. Um, so it, it's a beautiful rendition of, of uh, makes taps even more special. That does sound pretty neat. How many? How many players do you typically, is it two or three? Or? Uh, it's just usually two. We are blessed to have uh, three or four trumpet players in our club. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which is very unusual. So, uh, And I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not even playing this year. We have two other trumpet players that are doing it this year. So uh, it's, it's pretty cool that we have that ability to do that. 
That is a lot of trumpet players. I didn't. That's, <laughs> Haymarket, Virginia is a place to retire for <laughs> exactly. trumpet players. <laughs> right. So, what is um, on my other question was uh, kind of went back to I asked it for the boat when you played taps on the boat, but I'll ask it for the flags too. Is do you have a story that sticks out to you that you've done over these years, like for a flag that somebody got for their family members or for a veteran that sticks out to you, the story? Um, well, I will tell you a future story that I'm hoping, and this is the first time we've done this on June 10th. Uh, we're actually honoring, and this person doesn't know it, but we've had a flag that has been flown over the Pentagon, and it's going to be presented to one of the veterans at this ceremony who has a flag in his honor. Uh, Vietnam veterans served the distinguished and um so I think it's going to be a very moving time, and the ability to do that, and then, to, and it's a it's a symbol of all the veterans through the years, and then followed by echo taps. I think that's going to be a really moving time, and I will tell you, it just really blesses me when I'm at funerals and family members come up afterwards and tell me just uh, how moving it was and how much they appreciated the honor of having taps at the end of the graveside ceremony. And it never gets old. It's really a special opportunity. I'm so glad that family members come up and thank you. That's that's awesome that they do that. I, I never, it never occurred to me that they would do that, but I don't know why it didn't occur to me. But that's I'm so glad that you get that from them, um, that you get that fulfillment. That's wonderful. Um, I have one more question, um, as we're still talking about Flags for Heroes. and so, um, What would you, do you have any advice that you would give your fellow veterans right now? Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is don't try to live life on your own. Um, I know, especially for people just coming back from service or overseas, that can be, be difficult. But even veterans in later life. Uh, take time to find a group, whether it's a local veterans club, a VFW, a, a Rotary club, Kiwanis club, some social club somewhere where you can build relationships and find other people that you can relate to. I think that is so important for anybody, but particular veterans, because we have, uh, I, I never served in combat, and I know that those that have, they're even more stories or support you can give each other. So I really hope that veterans take the time to reach out, to know we're not supposed to do this life on our own. We're supposed to do it with brothers and sisters alongside us. Yeah, it's all about building a community, keeping that community, and and uh, being there for each other. That's really beautifully said. Um, I love how you said that. It's just great advice for all of us, um, just to stay motivated and, you know, help each other and stay with, um, keep it, help each other stand up and, you know, get through this life one day at a time. I, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so it's Flags for Heroes again, and we're talking to Mark, and it's, uh, they can visit the site at www.ghrotary.org. Is that correct? That's correct, and then they can see uh, there's a tab that says Flags for Heroes, and they can learn about our local. Um, and if, if anybody, you can email us from that website, and uh, if anybody has a question, I might can help them find the Flags for Hero uh, opportunity close to where they live. 
That'd be a great idea to get more of these um, all out and about so people can see these flags standing up and see who the heroes in their community are. So Saturday on June 10th um, at 5 p.m. in the town of Haymarket at Haymarket Park. Now, my last question is, who in your life would you buy a flag for? Uh, I have bought a flag for my father, who was a B-17 pilot and trained during World War II. He was fortunate that he got his pilot's license about the week that the war was over, so he never had to serve overseas. But i like to honor him. And then I uh, have honored my wife several times uh, just for her support and uh, what she means to me. Oh, that is absolutely beautiful. And, you know, behind every good man is a... Better woman. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, know, you know what I've heard? Behind every successful man is a surprise mother-in-law. <laughs> well said. It is true. <laughs> well, Mark, thank you so much for being with us tonight and for telling us about your military career, about your amazing life that you've uh, lived and being in Louisville. And um, for your amazing programs and your, your kindness to still give even after you've retired and uh, still stay with your brotherhood, I, we really appreciate everything that you do and for your advice to fellow veterans. Um, your outlook on life is beautiful, and we just ask you to keep doing what you're doing. And if you ever need help with anything, always come back and let us know. Is that okay? Thank you so much, and thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. God bless you. And I think... Well, with that, if you want to give us a call, our, in, our number is 410-922-6680. Again, that's 410-922-6680. And with that, we will take a break. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music now more of the Veteran Show on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Had my chance, that I could make those Welcome back, everybody. I uh, get a little distracted. Well, I've already been distracted tonight, but I'm listening to the music, so I actually quite enjoy it. Um, I wanted to thank again uh, Mark Cook for joining us and from Flags for Heroes. Uh, we really appreciate your time coming on and just giving us wise and uh, wonderful advice and telling us about your life story and the military and just uh, some of the beautiful moments that you've gotten to experience. And also last week with Molly Brooks from Heroes Bridge, we thank her for joining us as well um, on her 52nd birthday. Again, I hope she had a beautiful birthday and I thank her for the program and the time that she dedicating to uh, my brothers and sisters my fellow veterans um, we really appreciate everything that they do and you know the Creekside Veterans Club um, you guys keep doing uh, the good fight and keep it up if anybody wants to give us a call like I said it's 410-922-6680 and along with that number we always want to make sure that if you're um, in crisis right now or you need somebody to talk to uh, you can always uh call the Veterans Crisis Line. If you just dial 988 and then you press option 1, that will help you. Um, they'll help you get uh, taken care of right away. And then there's also, you can text, and that's 838-255. You're never alone. We understand that um, life sometimes gets overwhelming and a little dark, so make sure you reach out. You're not 
any less of a person or anything that like that. We all need help. I certainly have needed a lot of help in life, and uh, people have always been there to stand next to me. Uh, but you know, they're not psychic. They uh, don't know when you need them, so you have to tell them that you need help. Uh, so just make sure you always do that. Um, if you, again, want any VA news, we always suggest to go to www.news.va.gov. There are so many articles and so much information out there um, at that site. And then also the www.veterans.maryland.gov. You can sign up for, at both of those sites to get weekly newsletters, and uh, you'll stay on top of just about everything. I'm still trying to sort through so many articles, it's not even funny. But... Um, they're all worth it, and that's what makes it so much interesting is just how informative it all is. I don't know if you've been looking at it, too. I'm yeah, because one, one of the newest thing with this PACT Act is the presumption of care or presumption of... Uh presumptive... Presumption of innocence? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a... Uh, <laughs> okay. Already, there, there is a bunch of care that they will automatically um, correlate to your service uh, for certain different for different um, with veteran with Vietnam veterans it's those veterans that have agent orange there's some other uh, presumptive um, ty- types of um, diseases and stuff like that that they will automatically say that you have those it was part of the pact act that was just uh, in it was just instituted this year, signed into law. Um, if you go to the va.gov website and you can look at the the, the site, it'll lay out there uh, what those issues are and to help you in your uh, in your claims. There's so many programs out there to help um, with the claims, and uh, not just in the VA, but the 501Cs, as you know, Flags for Heroes or the uh, Rotary Club. And uh, the Creekside veterans, how they um, go through and they uh, vet these programs. That's what we're trying to do, too. And there's a few programs. There's one that I mentioned last week, and it's called Maryland Center for Veterans Education and Training. It's MCVET. And if you go to www.mcvet.org, um, they can you can help find out more about them, or you can call 410 and what uh, MC Vet does is they um, they help veterans with homelessness and or addiction. So if you have any of those problems, that's who they more cater to is if you're dealing with homelessness or addiction. There's also another organization that we just started looking into. Uh, we left a message for them, so hopefully uh, we'll be able to get in contact with them soon. soon. But it's called Baltimore Station. I've actually been hearing a lot about these um, Baltimore Station and how they help veterans. So I look forward to seeing more about their programs. Um, just to tell you we, how much we vet these programs, I was, I have a list here of 13 different nonprofits that we're currently trying to vet and get in contact with. And the very first one was one that I had volunteered with for a little while. We're not going to talk about who it is. But um, we were surprised to see that they didn't score as well on Charity Navigator as we had hoped. So we kind of dropped down to the next one on the list, and the next one was Baltimore Station. So, And it's Baltimore Station. They scored a 97% on Charity Navigator with four stars. It was pretty impressive to see all of their stuff. So if you have a chance to look up Baltimore Station, if you're a veteran, I highly recommend it. 
um, take a look at them. And like I said, the uh, MC Vet. Or if you have other programs that you're trying to look at, like I said, always go to Charity Navigator, and uh, that's a great site if you're trying to um, look up some programs that you hear about or want us to look at. So. Yeah, we just want to remind you one last time, again, that the Veterans Claim and Information Resource Fair is going on on 7 June uh, in Gaithersburg, Maryland, from 0900 to 1400. Um, give them a call at 310-768-6096. Again, that's Veterans Claims Information Resource Fair. It will help you with you if you have uh, cl- claims or anything else. With that, we have a caller here uh, from, let's go to Charles in White Marsh. How are you doing tonight? Hi, Charles. Hello there. I'm a Vietnam veteran, and uh, I heard you talking about the Air Force somewhere about a long time ago. Well, yeah, we had uh, Mark Cook was in here. He was talking about the Air Force, and then uh, also my wife was an Air Force veteran of uh, 14 years. Because I was one, and I got I was in Vietnam, and I got involved in an altercation at the airfield. Where Vietnamese troops came in, North Vietnam, oh, well, Viet Cong came in and blew up the, the flight line. And I went down with the ambulance with my light on and I picked up this guy that had been hit by shrapnel from their satchel charges. On the way there, I passed the uh, fire station. We picked up the guy, I had the red light on, picked up the guy. Brought him back, treated him at the scene, brought him back to the dispensary. They treated him. And uh, the base commander came in and said he couldn't give us any any award because we had our light on. Hmm. Funny thing is that uh, I had the light on and they went right by me. They didn't touch me. Oh, wow. Wow. That made me very concerned. I bet that did. Thank you. Thank you for um, what you did and for putting your life on the line like that. And I'm glad that you didn't get touched. Maybe that light was a little bit of a distraction, but I'm sorry that the military didn't honor you in the way that... um, Yeah, well, I've been talking to uh, our congressman, and he's working on getting me a bronze star with a V for Valor. Well, yeah, we hope that that I, I thought we hope that that works out for you. But uh, with that, we have to. I'm sorry, but uh, we have to get going, and uh, our time is getting short. And uh, with that, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to us tonight. And if you feel back, we'll be back again next week. And thank you for everything. Good night. Thank you. WCDM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening.